Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Just me again today. That's going to be a theme on the Friday shows. Our guest will be on Monday. Uh, only really because I'm at lunch. Unless there's something really, really big to talk about and then I'll get some guests on. But anyway, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, unfortunately, not a happy show again. Uh, seems to be a theme this season as well. At the Champions League after just being out of the FA Cup. Still in fourth, but not playing very well. Very negative football and... Who's going to be our manager for the rest of the season? And certainly next season are the two big questions at the moment. Everybody's been linked. Uh, Ted Lasso is next to be linked, I think. Uh, thanks to everybody who's watching. Please get your comments and questions in. Be very interested to know who you want as the next manager and who you think will be the next manager or if Conte will stay. Uh, who you want and who you think are two very different things. Um, but yeah. Very interested to know about that and whether our season is just going to fade away and peter out now. But we have to start with this out of the Champions League and it's with a whimper. Uh, we all remember where we were in the Ajax semi-final, that, that last gasp winner where we put everything out on the pitch. Everything out on the pitch. Oh, and also uh, I forgot. Please hit the like, please hit the subscribe and the notification bell. Really, really helps the channel. Really do appreciate it. But yeah, Champions League, out with the whimper. We remember where we were with the Ajax game. We left everything out on the pitch. If we had have lost, we could have legitimately said, as fans and the players could have legitimately said, we tried absolutely everything. It just wasn't enough. Uh, this Milan game, two shots on target in the full 90 minutes. I'm not sure how many were on target in the full 180, but probably not a huge amount much more than that and Mark Cousins in the chat big up Chris he's magic you know got an inkling feeling who you want as the next manager just an inkling feeling uh but thanks so much for watching and the comment as well uh please get your comments in and yeah everyone in the chat let me know who you want as the manager and also who you think will be the new manager we'll talk about Richarlison as well whether his comments are out of order or justified uh a lot to cover today but yeah the Champions League Nothing worse than going out with a whimper thinking we should have done more. We should have done more. If you go out thinking we couldn't have done any more, but we weren't good enough, at least you then have. We tried absolutely everything. This was with a whimper. Their goalkeeper, Mike uh, uh, Magnon, I think his name is, £50 million he cost. French number one now, or, or he's fighting Hugo for that. Look, uh, we didn't give him much to do, but everything he did do, crosses, shots, very, very comfortable and commanding and just composed. Uh, the Kane chance at the end, our goalkeepers would have thumped that straight back into the middle, into the danger zone. His out wide gets cleared, no danger. Uh, but yeah, we didn't do enough. We didn't do enough. This negative play, I don't know what you think in the chat, but this negative play is just, oh, it's just so demoralising. Uh, there's, a, there's a balance though, isn't there? We want to win. And if we're winning, playing negative football, I couldn't care less because we're going to win cups, we're going to link, win leagues and we're winning games uh, to get to that point by playing negative football. That's fine. But when it's negative and you're not winning and it's getting worse, it can't go on like that. It's just so, so boring to watch. So, But then you get an attacking coach in. Yeah, it's nice to watch, but you're not winning anything. Where, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? And where is that line? It's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. But yeah, this negative play for me, I mean, we'll come on to the guy on the left a bit later on. But for me, Conte has to leave now. Uh, 
it's become untenable a little bit, really. We'll, we'll come on to the uh, Richarlison comments in a bit as well. I mean, when you've got players coming out and saying that <laughs> you don't agree with his tactics and, and everything like that, uh, and you're playing negative football, uh, to me, it looks like he's given up. And, and I don't hate the guy. He's obviously had a very, very difficult year. Three people very, very close to him passed away. Uh, and that's not easy for anyone. You wouldn't wish that on your, your worst enemy. Uh, but his stubbornness in, ter- in the dugout, and this was last season as well, uh, at times, certainly the Brentford game, hasn't helped. Uh, the Jed Spence situation, yeah, he didn't want him, but keeping him on the bench and letting him vote on the bench before you send him out on loan isn't helping anybody. Uh, it doesn't help that you've lost Benton Kerr. I, I still cannot believe we didn't get a playmaker in or someone creative in in the middle. Uh yeah, Mark Cousins here uh, for the Milan game. We defended a 1-0 deficit. We absolutely did. And, and uh, Italian teams are set up and have been for decades. Uh, get a 1-0 win, defend the rest of the game, see the game out. And that's exactly what we they did. We made it so easy for them to do that. And, and that's the really, really, really annoying thing for me. But yeah, uh, Conte, uh, you've got players coming out and saying they're not happy. Uh, you, you can, I think, pretty clearly see on the pitch that they're not happy playing like that. Uh, certainly with the uh, not turning up for uh, certainly 45 minutes in most games, 90 minutes in, in, in this Milan game. And let's no, make no mistake about it as well. This was a, a game, like Mark says, 1-0 deficit. We had to win to go through. You know, you can't just sit on a draw and get a draw and, and you know, away goals. We didn't get an away goal and away goals don't count anymore. So you can understand if you've drawn two all away from home, you know, be a bit more defensive, don't concede an away goal. But they don't count. We didn't have one. If this was a game we had to go and win. And yeah, when was Hoiberg's uh, shot that the keeper tipped over? That was at least 70 minutes, our first meaningful effort. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Nick, Nick, Barry, Ranjit, whatever he's calling himself this time from Shelf Side Spurs Show. Make sure you check them out. Big up, Chris. 2,811 tickets for sale on Ticket Exchange tomorrow, not including the ones who won't turn up tomorrow. I mean, if that is the case and there's only about 40,000 uh, fans there, then that is a big, well, I wouldn't say it's a problem for Levy, but it, it's obviously not ideal. And it is, it's a lot less for a Premier League game than we've had since we turned up at that stadium. Uh, so it'd be very interesting to see the actual attendance tomorrow. I would imagine it will go up uh at least 55,000, but I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But yeah, that Milan game, we had to go win that. And we have two shots. First one, I reckon, was about 70 minutes. And <laughs> substitutions uh, doesn't help himself, Conte, sometimes, does he? Uh, yes. Uh, the least said about that, the better, I think. But we're going to have to talk about it. <sighs> you. you... You're chasing the game. You need to score. Let's take Kulisevsky off and bring Sanchez on. Uh, Ten minutes to go. We need a goal. <laughs> Although, ironically, it was Sanchez who had the best uh, potential chance because we should have had a penalty, I think, but we didn't deserve it. Uh, if that was outside of the box, absolute dead cert foul. That uh, inside the box, can't give that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Mark, uh, in, in response to uh, Nick there, it could be like the good old days and pay to get in. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're at that level yet. 
Uh, but yeah, Sanchez coming on. And and you're allowed to make five substitutions. He makes three. You've got Morva, Dan Juma on the bench. And this goes to what I was saying earlier, you know, leave everything out on the pitch. We've done everything we can, just wasn't enough. But you've left Morva and Dan Juma on the bench when you need a goal. Uh, I just don't understand it. And to me, it seems like a manager who's just given up. It's like, I don't care. Go sack me. Give me some kind of compensation. Levy's saying you're staying till the end of the season. No compensation. And stalemate doesn't help anybody. Doesn't help anybody. Unless you're going to get the new manager in now. We'll talk about this later. But my, my preference at the moment, I know Bob Spurs a, a fan of this as well. And he was uh, saying this yesterday. Get rid of Conte Mason till the end of the season. Summer. You've got your transfer window, you get your manager in and start things again. Uh, it won't happen, though. It won't happen. But for me, his 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 position, Conte, is untenable now. Uh, you've got players coming out and uh, criticising you and your tactics. Uh, you've got players on the pitch pretty much seemingly not putting in the effort, not wanting to play. Uh, I think Kane... And Skip are the only ones, really, who can come out with any credit against Milan. Uh, Skip gave the ball away a lot, but you could see he was trying. And Kane was absolutely everywhere, trying to make things happen. Uh, And Clement, how you doing, buddy? Big up to you. And, yeah, I'm with you. Conte out. Uh, Whether that will happen remains to be seen. But I think his position is untenable now. And the substitution... uh, uh, I was told there were boos when that happened in the ground. But I was at the pub and the sound wasn't uh, uh, particularly loud. So I didn't hear that. But... I can imagine there were. Uh, I know Romero got sent off, but you could have worked. I mean, you could have done two things. You could have worked and had four at the back or three at the back with the players that were currently on the pitch. You could have brought Sanchez on and another couple of subs and attack. Alfie Devine, maybe. Uh, and he only he only made three subs. I, I just don't understand that in, in a game that you have to win. This this is his stubbornness that has just been winding me up for a little while now. And yet yeah, we're in real, real danger now of our season just fading away and petering out. Uh, within the space of a week, we're, we're out of the FA Cup. <sighs> Would have got Blackburn at home, which is a real good chance, even though they're a good team, a real good chance to get into a semi-final. And you never, and we threw that away. Uh, I mean, the Wolves game, the Sheffield United game, we vest players for the Wolves game and end up losing bloody both. So, unbelievable, unbelievable there. But this is the table. We've still got fourth to play for. We're in fourth. Games uh, in hand, though, uh, the two teams below us have got Liverpool after a 7 0 trouncing. I think, you know, they're going to be bang up for that and thinking that they can really, really, really get back into that top four race. And, you know, if Salah and Nunes are firing, then that's probably going to be the case. Newcastle depends how quickly they bounce back after their recent run of form and the loss in the cup. But we're not playing very well at all. And unless that picks up, it could just fade away. It could just fade away. Uh, Chris Agambar, how you doing, buddy? Uh, Thanks to everybody with their comments in. Uh, Let me know who you want. Uh, A lot of Conte outs. Uh, Let me know who you want in and who you think will come in. Uh, Two very, very different uh, questions there uh, about the same thing, but two very different questions, who you think will come in and who you want to come in. But yeah, I can see our season fading away. This Forest game is huge now. 
Uh, if we lose that, I think it will just fade away. And uh, I mean, if he loses that, uh, uh, Conte has to be <laughs> relieved of his duties. Uh, I mean, the, the, the obvious answer is a mutual consent thing. And then you either get your manager in, you must know who you want in, Levy, uh, or you give it to Mason till the end of the season as a caretaker. And then in the summer, you sort everything else. If we lose to Forest, all over for Conte. But if we win, it's just another papering over the craps. Uh, craps? Cracks? Cracks? Uh, yeah, we'll just keep him in. He, he might have turned it around and we'll just end up having the same conversation in a couple of games' time. Uh, but a huge, huge game. Uh, certainly, we need to stop the rot. Three losses on the in a row. Z- uh, well, it wasn't a loss, was it, uh, AC Milan? But we ended up losing a tie. But three games where we haven't scored a goal. Uh, Wolves, we looked like scoring a goal. We were unlucky hitting the bar twice. Uh, Sheffield United didn't really lay a glove on them. And Milan, again, not really laying a glove on them at all. Uh, but yeah, I, I can see the season fading away. Certainly if we lose to Forest or, or draw to Forest. If we beat Forest, maybe we can salvage fourth. But like Kane has come out and said, uh, uh, yeah, and, and quickly, Mark Cousins, I'm absolutely in agreement with this. It's obvious who is coming back just to shut us up. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> and Chris, yeah, I, I think you were right the first time papering over the craps. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have said anything and then made it sound like uh, that's what I meant and a play on words. Uh, but what was I talking about? Uh, I can see, yeah, if, if, if we can beat Forest. If we can beat Forest, that's where we've come to now, even though Forest are a good team and they're in the Premiership on merits. If we can beat Forest at home, I can see us maybe turning the corner. Uh, if we lose, I can see it really falling downhill and going down a slide. Uh, but like Kane has said, top four isn't good enough for anybody at the club. So that, to me, says that he's he's had enough. And quite frankly, who, who can really blame him? Uh I still expect Man United to put in a serious bid for Kane. Not the 150 million. He's only got a year left. I reckon about 70, 80 million. Certainly if they get their new owners, they'll be wanting to make a statement like Chelsea's new owners have and go on a spending spree. Uh, so I, I think Kane's gone. I think Kane's gone. And who could blame him for want to be going? You know, you have two elite managers. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you bring in two elite managers to win you something. The first one, Jose, he has a chance to win you something six days before. Get out. Absolutely bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. Uh, but then we come on to the Charleston. And I think this highlights an even bigger issue. Let, just let me read the, the couple of stuff out. Uh, this was on a Brazilian ESPN, I believe. I believe. I could be wrong. We are out of the biggest club club competition. You can't play like this when needed to score a goal. I think he should have put the team forward, especially in the second half. Completely criticising Conte's uh, tactics there. And the second one, a bit more uh, personal to him. I'm a professional. I work hard every day and I want to play. I'm missing minutes, missing time. The season is shit. I was on a good run and suddenly he, Conte, put me on the bench. Uh, There's an element with that one that you have had chances to play and you haven't performed, so therefore you should be on the bench. But then when you look at what Son's doing, I love Son, I love Son, but, you know, it's very fair to say he's been terrible this season compared to his recent standards. So when you're saying Richarlison's been crap, so you should be on the bench, 
maybe you should be putting Dan Juma in or, or, or more, you know, instead of Son. So I can understand where he's coming from at that point, but you do have to take your chances if you come in, uh, which he hasn't done. I will say he hasn't been given a, a, a regular amount of playing time. You know, like Son ha- and Kulu have game after game after game, same as Kane. I think Richarlison needs to be that kind of player, make him feel he's important. He, he was the big fish at Everton last season when he kept them up. Uh, yeah, he's not so now, and I think he's struggling there. He's also he was playing as a striker as Everton. That's where he kept them up. He's not going to play there at Spurs because of Kane, unless you drop Kane deep. And let's face it, that's never, ever going to happen. So he's playing a little bit out of position, bit parts here and there. He has had injuries, which he did uh, recognise as well, uh, which haven't helped. Uh, but certainly the first one, this, uh, uh, when you... You need to score a goal. Should have put the team forward. I absolutely agree with. That. I I cannot understand why 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 we didn't. I just cannot understand that. Sheffield United, we we you know they sat back when they scored, so we were forced to go forward and and didn't look too bad. But I just cannot understand why. You know, Sanchez was <laughs> Sanchez was the only sub, and we had more than Dan Juma left on the bench when we had two more subs that we were able to make. I just cannot understand that. So. But when you've got players coming out and saying this, it's got to be the beginning of the end for you. In terms of him saying that with Charleston, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm not a massive fan of airing your dirty laundry in public like that. It should be left. I mean, the the, the press don't help by asking the questions. Uh, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure he should have been saying all of that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about that. But even though the first one, I think he's right. Well, I'm adamant he's right. I'm completely in agreement with it. Second one, I can see where he's coming from and why he's frustrated. Uh, but let's face it, there's going to be a new manager coming in. Unless he's sold in the summer of a Charleston, there's going to be a new manager that he's working under. Uh, I mean, there may be some people out there who think that Conte will renew, won't be fired, won't leave, will renew. Uh, I'd imagine if there are, they're very, very few and far between because I can't see it happening, to be honest. Uh, and to be honest, I, I don't want it to happen. I think he's had his chance. He hasn't taken it. I, what I don't understand is where this negative players come from. You know, we have the same players, you know, Poro aside, uh, Dan Juma aside. We had the same players out on the pitch last season at the end. You know, the last eight games, uh, 11 games, sorry, what it was, 27 points out of 33 in the league where we were scoring goals for fun. We were the highest scorers in all of Europe. Kane, Kulu, Son were on fire, scoring goals, assisting each other goals, assisting the rest of the team goals. Uh, yeah, we don't have Benton Kerr, but we had him earlier in the season. And last year, those 11 games, we were absolutely flying, destroying teams. Remember the Norwich game, we needed to draw. We only needed to draw. OK, let's go get an early goal and win 5-0. I don't understand how that has changed. You know, the, the old saying... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. We were killing teams and we went away to Liverpool. We finished second with 90-odd points. Uh, should have won that game, but easily matched them and easily deserved something out of the game. And now, all of a sudden, we, we, we're sitting back, you know, not even attacking Sheffield United away from home, not even attacking a, a fairly poor AC Milan team in, in comparison to how AC Milan teams have been in the past. When we beat them 1-0 in, in the Redknapp era, they were a far, far better team than they are now. And we ended up beating them 1-0 over two legs. Uh, so I don't understand how, how you've gone from, you know, those front three 
killing teams. Yes, Son's been off the boil. But if you if you played exactly that way, attacking play, you saw what he did against West Ham with his goal and, and Leicester as well when he came on. Uh, the goals would be coming coming in if, if, if we were playing like that. But we seem to have averted to complete defensive and just... I don't understand it. They look like they were enjoying playing uh, at the end of last season when we were attacking teams. Now they look like they're dreading playing and can't stand to play. I don't understand why it's changed. I think with the players that we brought in, if you're going to stay with that mentality as we had last time and playing style, I think we'd be having a much, much more different season. And, and you know, we'd be talking about maybe keeping up with the Arsenal's and Man City's and in, in, in semi-finals or Cups. And I don't understand how it's changed. And and for me, Conte has to go because of that. If he was playing in that way, it wasn't ultra-attacking last year. Uh, you know, so it's still partly down to his philosophy of, of kind of defence first and shape. Uh, but we had those front three who were terrorising teams. And I don't understand how it's changed or why it's changed. And those three, uh, Kulu, last year, every time he got the ball, he was looking to make something happen, whether that was a taking on, a cross, a shot. Now you see him, he, he's just passing the easy ball backwards and not taking people on. So whether that's a confidence issue or he's been told to do that, I'm not sure. But I don't really understand what's happening. The first game against Southampton, all over them, all over them. And it was very similar to last season. And then something has changed. I'm not sure what it is. But for me, that's where he's got to go. Uh, Romero, I mean, he didn't help us against Milan, although uh, ironically, we played a bit better after we got sent off. But I say not a great defender. He is a great defender. But if he keeps getting sent off and doing stupid things, that stops him being world class because strikers will uh, realise that they can get to him and get him sent off and he'll get a reputation. So any kind of challenge like that will go to VAR. I mean, <laughs> there's no real defending that, is there? I mean, <laughs> this is as well when he's on. A yellow card. The first yellow card was ridiculous. This one was even more ridiculous. Staying off the pitch, pretending he was injured to try and, uh, uh, you know, get Garner some sympathy. Not gonna, not gonna work there. Uh, it didn't matter in the end. Uh, didn't matter in the end. And we ended up playing uh, a bit better after that. Although Milan did spurn a lot of chances, they had quite a few chances to spurn them. So if we were playing a much better team, Real Madrid. For example, the game would have been well over, probably been well over before that, but certainly well over after that. And if you want to be a world-class defender, you've got all the attributes to be a world-class defender. And you can't just take that uh, uh, anger and everything out of his game because then he loses a lot of what makes him great. But you've got to temper that. L last season, he was on a yellow card, one one away from a, 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 a one-game suspension. And he didn't get booked for five, six games before he got injured. So he has got it in himself to, to calm down like that. But I can understand the City one, you know, last five minutes of the game, you're 1-0 up, uh, stopping a counter-attack. I can understand that one. Uh, but yeah, he has got it. So he need, he needs to calm down. And, and, and fine to go in hard like that. Not to mistime them, don't get me wrong, but fine to go in hard like that. But you've got to, you've got to, you've got to pick your moments. And and these two challenges were in the middle of absolutely nowhere, no danger at all. And he's just got two really cheap yellow cards. I'm not sure if that last one was a change from a yellow card to straight red. I'm not sure, but yeah, you, you, you've got to choose your moments. You've got to choose your moments. And 
Yeah, because he, he he's going from a potential world-class defender to just a good defender if he carries on like that because he's got a mistake in him. And, you know, talk about Sanchez having mistakes in him where he misses tackles and stuff like that. Getting sent off is also a mistake. And if you've got that in you, then you're making mistakes and you're putting pressure on, on the team as well. And, yeah, I just don't understand it. Don't really understand it at all. And the other big issue that we've got, no creativity in the middle of the pitch. Uh, we had Alfie Devine on the bench. I know Brian Daigle is a huge, huge fan of Alfie Devine, thinks he's going to be an absolute star. Uh, but if we stick with Conte, he's not going to be unless he goes out on loan because, you know, He's not going to pick the younger players. So how do you know if someone's good enough if you don't play them? Uh, yeah. No creativity is killing us. It obviously doesn't help that Benton Kerr's not around. That doesn't help. Uh, but yeah. <sighs> so the new manager, when they come in, this is why I think it should be done in the summer, Mason as caretaker. They're left with this crap that we've got at the moment. Yeah, they're not playing for the current manager, so they might get better under a new manager and a new manager bounce. Uh, but you've got no creativity. I think if Poch comes in, he will put Alfie Devine straight in, probably take out a skip or a Hoiberg. Uh, or he'll drop Kane deep. He's the playmaker, and then Richarlison's up top. But it, it's absolutely killing us. So the, that's part of the reason why we didn't really attack and cause Milan any problem. Same with Sheffield United. There's no one in the middle now that Bentecourt's away. Chelsea West Ham attacked us at home. Therefore, there's gaps there for the counter-attack. Uh, but yeah, the days of Poch, you know, in the bygone era, Ericsson and Dembele, I've said this time and time again, Ericsson and Dembele, you know, Dembele was there to shore things up, uh, uh, solidify stuff up with Wanyama at the back as well. But Dembele, massively underrated. Uh, could, you know, Keep the ball, stop any pressure. Ericsson had a free role along with Delhi, Son, and Kane up top. Uh, he was, you know, he picked it up from Vertonghen on occasion. He was up next to Kane on occasion. Had a free role around the pitch, and we had so much creativity there. You know, he, he can pick a pass out fifty yards straight to Son, who's one on one, skins a defender. All of a sudden, gaps open up. Don't have that anymore. Don't have that anymore. And it's all very, very side to side. With Ericsson and Dembele, it was side to side, side to side, backwards, side to side. Boom, quickly done onto the attack. Quickly, someone out of position. And yeah, and also when we were under pressure, those two would get on the ball, stifle any any uh, momentum that the opposition had for five minutes, and then we go again. We don't have any of that at the moment. And that was a potch team, and that's how a potch team works. And at the moment, he doesn't have any of that because Benton Kerr's on the injury sideline bench. Unless, of course, you drop Kane deep, which you're then <laughs> moving the best number nine in the world from the number nine position into the number 10 position. So, uh, yeah, I don't really know what the answer is there, but the lack of creativity is killing us. I cannot believe in the summer we didn't go for Ericsson. So low risk, absolutely free, no money involved. Whether he wanted to come, whether he didn't want to come, whether Conte wanted him here or the Conte didn't want him here, I don't know. But it would have solved a lot of our problems. And and not necessarily someone who comes on, you know, plays 90 minutes every game. But it, it's a plan B to come off the bench. Uh, 
I don't understand why we didn't go for him. Uh, Madison in the summer would be my pick. It's going to be 60, 70, 80 million. Will Levy spend that? Probably not. But if Conte goes for free, no compensation. Pochettino comes in for free, no compensation. Then you've got a little bit of money there to play with uh, rather than the 15 million you have to give the manager that he gave to Jose for leaving. How much compensation he had to give Poch when he got fired. Uh, But yeah, I think the creativity is killing us. And I think with those two as well, Dembele and Eriksson, what that did... uh, is it allowed a lot of pressure to be taken off the defenders, the central defenders, so they weren't constantly under pressure. Whereas now, without that, we're constantly under pressure. Under Poch, we had about 60% possession during the game. We're averaging about 30 or 40, or 30 in a, in a tough, tough game, 40, maybe 50. But the defenders are under a lot more pressure. Now, don't get me wrong. In Poch's era, out of field, Vertonghen were streets ahead of Dyer, uh, Romero, Sanchez absolutely streets ahead so if they were in this team we'd be a lot lot better off and we also had a, a you know a, a top of his form lobbies as well which we haven't had for a little while uh but yeah i think our defenders wouldn't be under so much pressure and making mistakes constantly because they're under pressure uh you look at van dyke top 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 defender but He's been under a lot of pressure this season uh, because they haven't got someone in midfield to keep the ball. And he's making mistakes as well, which for the last few seasons, you probably count on one hand the amount of mistakes Van Dyke has made in defence. And yeah, Mark Cousins, I agree as well. No plan B. That's the manager's problem. And this is the other thing. Conte is famous for one of his quotes saying, uh, losers find ex- excuses, winners find solutions. And now he's coming out and saying we can't invent a win. Uh, that's an excuse, Antonio. That's an excuse. Where's the winner's mentality that you find solutions? You've got the Mora, you've got the Dan Juma, you've got the Alfie Divine on the bench, but you bring on bloody Sanchez. You, <laughs> no one's going to invent a win if you need a goal and you bring on Sanchez to play in a defence. So, yeah, there's something wrong there. I don't think he wants to be there anymore. I think he wants to leave. He should have been told, I'll oh, just stay, stay in Italy with your family, recover, and then, you know, We'll mutual consent, we'll let you go. Uh, he doesn't want to be there. I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to be there. It doesn't look like he wants to be there. Uh, but then we come on to the million-dollar question at the moment. Who will be the next manager? Now, this question could also be answered with Antonio Conte and cut out next and put in next season. He could sign a new deal. He could sign a new deal and be in charge next season. But I would be absolutely amazed if Antonio Conte is our manager at the start of next season, I'd be surprised if he's the manager of us in our last game this season. Uh, I can see him leaving halfway through, just having enough and then just right. It's not working Mason in charge, but if he leaves before the end of the season, I think it will be Mason temporary charge. If he leaves at the end of the season, it'll be a brand new manager. Now, who will that be? We've been linked with absolutely everybody, absolutely everybody. Deserby's been linked. Uh, he's had a good half a year at uh, Brighton. He didn't really have to build that team. He's just inherited it in the same way that Ranieri did with Nigel Pearson's team with the Leicester team that won the league. When you look at Graham Potter, he completely changed Brighton's philosophy and turned them into what they are now. Pochettino, he had to build Spurs. We were a mess then and he changed the whole philosophy and everything. Uh, so he, he, you know, Deserby, good manager, but he's he, he hasn't really changed anything. He's just inherited something. Gallardo, 
I don't know too much about him. I know he plays attacking football and he is in uh, uh, Argentina. So there's the element there that he doesn't really sign <laughs> anyone for big money so he can work to a budget. But again, it, it, Argentinian football, the quality is vastly different, I would say, to the Premier League. Uh, so I'm not sure about him. Thomas Tuchel, he's a good manager. I just can't stand the guy, so I don't want him. And again, it's not another long-term appointment. It's probably going to be a short-term appointment. Uh, Marco Silva from Fulham. It wasn't that long ago people were criticising him for he can't defend corners or set pieces. He's terrible at it. He has one good half a season, three quarters of a season at um, Fulham. And all of a sudden he's linked. I mean, I will be clear here. This is all in the no people on Twitter. Oh, this person's linked. That person's linked. Uh, I'm just going through the, the, the managers that I've seen. Brendan Rodgers plays attacking football. He's had his chance at a big club. Liverpool didn't really take it. Uh, couldn't get them over the line. So I wouldn't have him. Uh, Steve Cooper, another one. Yeah, he's done quite well this season. But not enough. You know. Uh, and yeah, a couple of comments from Chris Agenbar. I think there was another international break after the Southampton game. So he may be gone by then if results don't go away. That That is true. Yeah, I forgot about the international break. Uh, I'm assuming it's Nottingham Forest, then Southampton, then break. Uh, and then what Nick was saying as well, I think there's just under 3,000 tickets on the exchange for the Forest game. Uh, I wonder if we've had that before, maybe on a boxing day or something like that, but probably not during the end of the uh, start, the uh, middle of the season. And Mark Cousins, I'll take Mike Bassett. At least we'll play 4-4-2. Uh, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, I'll take Ted Lasso. At least then we'll believe. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Chris Agenbar would rather have Tommy Cooper. Uh, Luis Enrique, he's another one. But yeah, he probably didn't spend a huge amount of money. But that Barcelona team, he had a top, top, top quality players there. Uh, I'm not sure about that. The one that does stand out is this guy on the left, Poch. Uh, he's free. But I've said this before. I'll say it again. I want him to come back, but not yet. Not yet. It's too early. He's 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 with the chairman there who threw him under the bus after he worked miracles for us, threw him under the bus. And now he's wanting to come back. If he comes back under Levy, Levy has him. He's completely wrapped round Levy's thumb. So Levy will fuck him over again and again and again and again. If you got new owners in and they were prepared to back the manager, bring Potch in on a 10, 15 year contract. Do what he says. Uh, at the moment, I'm not sure. There's talk that the players, uh, senior players and officials want Poch back. I wonder who these players are, because most of the players threw him under the bus. I'm assuming that's Lovis, who won't be playing for him, because I don't think uh, Lovis will be playing next season. Kane uh, <laughs> won't be playing for him, because I think he'll be gone. Son, maybe. Uh, Dyer, uh, who was a sub uh, <laughs> uh for Poch, and now all of a sudden he, he he's he's one of the central defenders. <sighs> Be interested to know who who wants him back. And again, this is all newspaper reports, and in the no reports, uh, I think it's all a load of nonsense. Uh, there's probably a load of other managers I've missed. Uh, but yeah, I've, and in terms of who I think we'll get, who, who I want us to get, I have no idea. Thomas Frank's another one. He he he's slightly different to Deserby and um, Cooper. 
he has built changed uh, Brentford's way of playing. I thought they'd be struggling this season, but they're they're well in in on course for a top half finish and possibly even a European place finish. So he's been brilliant manager, plays attacking football. But the issue that you're going to have again is you're going to be forced to work with the players in the squad and the players in the youth. You're not going to be able to sign the Madisons, I don't think, for that amount of money because Levy will never, ever sanction it, which is uh, Madison is a player that we're screaming out for, screaming out for. And so you're going to be forced to look at the youth. Alfie Devine will get a call up, I'm pretty sure. Harvey White certainly next season after his um, loan spell. Dane Scarlett, I'm not sure about. Uh, if Kane leaves, maybe. If Kane stays, you've got Kane Richarlison, so he won't get called up. But yeah, so in terms of uh, Luis Enrique, I'm not sure he can work with that that small budget. He probably can. But, you know, Tuchel, not sure about that. Not sure about that either. He spent a lot at Chelsea. Poch, we know he can work with that kind of small budget because he's done that before. Thomas Frank, we know can. Deserby hasn't spent a huge amount, but like I said, he hasn't changed anything really. He's just inherited it. It'll be interesting. If Deserby is at Brighton in, in, in three years, it'd be interesting to see if he's changed a huge amount. Cooper spent a lot of money, but he was forced to, uh, and the owners have, have done that. But I say spent a lot of money, bought in a lot of players. That the, the amount of money hasn't been huge. Uh, so, yeah, so it doesn't work for a big, you know, Jose and Conte are managers who spend money. And 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 Conte doesn't spend a fortune, but he spends money on players that are, and they both do this, uh, players that are, are, are ready now. Uh, we spend players money on players that are, are going to be ready soon. And... That's why the Conte appointment was a, a weird one. Uh, someone said it in the chat. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it might have been Mark. Uh, it's just going to be appeasement signing if we get Poch. Uh, fans will be annoyed that Conte has been let go. We had this manager who just won the Scudetto in Italy, Serie A. Uh, and we haven't bought the players that he wanted. Conte does deserve criticism as well for the stubbornness and certainly the Sanchez coming on and not attacking games like we were last season. Certainly... You know, and I think he was he was proven a point, but yeah, point proven now. Just go and do your job and and try and win football matches and try and score goals to win football matches. Uh, but there's no doubt, you know. It, I I was surprised that we appointed a uh, 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 Mourinho and Conte because I don't think I didn't think the dynamic between him and Conte was sustainable. I thought they butt heads a lot more than they have, to be honest. Um, but yeah, Conte needs players that are ready now. We're buying. We want to buy players that are ready soon, and it doesn't work there. Whereas under Poch, Thomas Frank, Deserby, and Graham Potter to an extent as well. I wanted him before Nuno. It works for them because they're coaches. They coach young players or they coach into new positions. You know, we saw how uh, 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 Sissoko got coached uh, by Poch. So. It's, and it's going to have to be an attacking manager. We were told by Levy that we're going back to the Spurs DNA, the Spurs DNA uh, of attacking football. And then we got Nuno and then we got Conte. Uh, and we've seen what's happened with Conte this season. Uh, like I said, that kind of play, if you're winning games, there'll be some Spurs fans who just want attacking football anyway, and that's fair enough. But for me, if we're winning games, I couldn't care less. If we have one shot on goal in the entire game, we'll win every game 1-0. Because we will be winning trophies that way and we're winning football matches. Uh, but when it's not working like it isn't now and the football's dire, 
then it's just not working on any level, any level. So it has to be an attacking manager. And it probably has to be one that's going to work with the youth and not expect to spend a load of money. So who do I think it will be? Uh, very, very different to who I want. Uh, I'd probably go for Thomas Frank if if I could pick any of those and see what he can do. Obviously, there's a risk with that, you know, going up a level. But we did that with Potch with Southampton after he, he got them to good finishes. No reason why Thomas Frank couldn't do it again. Uh, Graham Potter slightly different at Chelsea. I don't think he's buying the players. I think Todd Bowley is, uh, not the players that he wants. And they're a club that fit Conte and Mourinho because they buy players ready now. Uh, I think Potter wants players <laughs> that are ready soon so he can coach them. And it's a bit of a disconnect there in the opposite way that we have. If I was going to pick anyone, it'd probably be Thomas Frank. Who do I think we'll get? Very different. And uh, it's been mentioned in the comments a few times, I think. And it'll be the guy on the left. I think Poch will come back. Uh, works for Levy. Conte goes free. No compensation. Poch is a free agent. Comes in. No compensation. And fans will be angry. You know, we had Conte. We had a serial winner. We haven't backed him. He hasn't helped himself. Ignore that for the second. He hasn't been backed. Get rid of him. Wasted another manager. Okay, we'll get a manager that you all liked in. Uh, but then again, Levy comes under increasing criticism then. You had him three, four years ago, you know, in the best team, Spurs team by a mile that we've had in my era. Well, not by, by a mile. The, the Redknapp team was very good as well. But the best team that I've had in my era. He asked for a rebuild. You didn't give him one. You've brought in managers who can just win trophies. You get rid of one just before a cup final. You don't back another one. You, 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 you go back to a, a negative way of playing. But, and then you bring Poch back. So what was the whole point in the first place? You, you spent God knows how much money on appointing managers and sacking managers in the compensation and the wages. You might as well have just stuck with him anyway. Uh, but Mark Cousins here. I want Poch, but anyone will do as long as I don't play the seven at the back nonsense. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mark, do, do, do you think it's too early for Poch to come back? Or do you think he, he can finish what he started? That's his own words. He wanted to finish what he started. Do you think it's too early for him to come back? I do. I think same owners, same players. I, I, I think it can only result in failure unless he can create even more magic. Uh but yeah, in terms of who I think, I, I think it's it's going to be Poch. And and when Conte was appointed on an 18-month contract, I thought that's a, a fairly odd amount of time. You'd want to create like a bit of stability and then give him a three-year contract. Uh, although I have read whether it's true. We gave him a three-and-a-half-year contract. He refused and said, I want an 18-month. But 18-month contract, Poch at the time at PSG, 18 months left. So I put two and two together there, made five and said within 18 months, in 18 months, Poch will be back. And if he comes in the summer, I was spot on with that. I got told I was crazy and talking nonsense. Never happen. Uh, so <laughs> if it does and we're a mess, I will be uh, bragging about that because that's all I'll have to brag about. It won't be about the team, that's for certain. But yeah, I, I think Poch will be back. I'd rather have some, you know, have Thomas Frank, you know, and then bring Poch back after that. Three years is a, is is too soon, certainly with these owners. Uh, but if it's true that, you know, just under 3,000 tickets on the ticket exchange, and that is a, a really big record, be very interesting. 
I would assume, though, those tickets will be picked up because there was, there's a lot of fans who probably can't get to the games because it's too sold out and too many people go there. So I think 3,000 tickets on the ticket exchange is 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 a bit of a statement. But I think it's, they'll get signed up by people who want to go to the game who can't normally. So Levy, all he'll see is, you know, 60,000, 55,000 people in the stand and he won't give a crap, unfortunately. Um uh, but yeah, it'd be very interesting to see what happens again in this Forest game. Will we attack? I mean, if we attack, great, because we've got a better chance of winning. But I'll be bloody annoyed because we should have done this against Sheffield United and we should have done this against AC Milan. Why are we leaving it three games later? Uh, but Mark, uh, I'm worried for Poch because of Levy. You must say you need me or the fans will lynch you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very possibly, very possibly. We know Poch wants to come back because he did that interview just after I've got unfinished business. I will be back at Spurs or I want to be back at Spurs at some point. Uh, I love Poch. I love Poch. I want him to come back. Just not now. It's it's too, too early. And I can just see it ending up in failure again. He's got a far, far weakened team than he had. And he'll still be calling for that rebuild that he called for four years ago before he got fired when that got refused. Uh yeah, I just can't see it ending well if we get Poch. I mean, at, <laughs> at the very, very least, at least we'll all be entertained again. Uh, we won't win anything and we'll possibly slip down even further, but at least we'll be entertained. And that's all we've got at the moment. Uh, the whole getting the serial winners hasn't worked because Levy just won't listen to them seemingly. But uh, Nottingham Forest now, that's the next game at home. On paper, should be winning that, but we should have been on paper scoring against AC Milan and scoring against Sheffield United. Both of those didn't happen. Uh, should have been scoring against Wolves as well. We were unlucky in that with the uh, two shots against the bar, like I said. But Forest, uh, they'll have no fear. They'll have no fear. Loving life in the Premier League. And for them, relegation or survival isn't going to depend on how they do away to Tottenham. It's going to be how they do away to the teams around them, the Everton's, you know. So a really good result and, and an important result not to lose to Everton last week. Was it last week or the week before? I can't remember. But uh, uh, a game or two ago, I think it was last week. Uh, that And their home form, that will decide uh, if they go down or stay up. Uh, for this, no pressure on them at all. They're expected, regardless of how Spurs are playing, they're expected to be losing this game for us. So they've got no fear going there and they're playing some good stuff, grinding results out. Like I said, that Everton game, they got battered by uh, West Ham, which obviously isn't good. That was away from home. But again, if we play this, oh, let's just sit back, sit back, sit back for, you know, 60 minutes and let them get into the game. Then they're going to let get let into the game, stay in the game, get some confidence. If we go at them like a train, and get an early goal or 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 the very least some early shots on possibly make them sit back make them think oh god we're in for a game here and that could uh, uh, affect their their confidence as well but unfortunately with Conte there I can't see us doing that all I can see is this boring monotonous crap again and again and again uh I mean the players have to take responsibility and go well this isn't working let's go and attack so against AC Milan I thought Kane did try and do that just no runners for him no one offering him any support and and you know he can't do it all on his own but I thought he tried against AC Milan I I, I felt a bit sorry for him 
He was unlucky with the header. It was slightly behind him, but he got it on target, which is what you asked for. But it was a good save and keeper pushed it out. Like I said, he was he was faultless there, goalkeeper. We didn't give him a huge amount to do, but everything we did, he just did it without any fuss or any kind of worry. Uh, and that's got to help your defenders and your team as well. Uh, but yeah, Mark, uh, last thing, I'm being offered tickets for tomorrow through Somerset Spurs. Normally it's months in advance. Uh, yeah, it'd be very interesting uh, the the uh, uh, attendance tomorrow and what that number is. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Forrest will attack us. I don't think, I think it'll be more counter-attack. Brennan Johnson, he's quick, so I think it'll be a lot of balls over the top. Uh, probably around our wing-back areas as well in the, in the hope that they're going to go forward and try and create something uh, for us. Uh, but yeah, so I think they'll counter-attack us. Uh, I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet. I don't think we. Uh, I don't think I've predicted that at any stage uh, this season. Uh, but we have to go and attack these teams. You know, this isn't a case of, you know, a draw is good. A draw is good. We have got teams with games in hand behind us. We need to rack up the points. Certainly, racking up the points in this uh, uh, Forest and then Southampton game before the um, international uh, window uh, uh, break comes along. But again, if we lose this. I can see Conte or Levy or both. Bad enough, ain't working. Let's part our ways. If that happens, it'll be Mason, I think, and that'll be a good move. You get that new kind of manager. I think Conte has to leave now as well because the way it's going, it's it, it, it's falling down a cliff. Even if you get a Mason in, you can get that new manager bounce. And we only need the new manager bounce for, what, a, a two, three months? So... I would be getting rid of him. I would be getting rid of him. But yeah, the Forest game, it like everything, it all depends on which Spurs turn up. If it's the Spurs that turned up against uh, Sheffield United and um, Forest, we could be on the end of another uh, loss, certainly a draw. If it's the, the Spurs that turned up in the second half against West Ham and Chelsea, I think we'll win fairly comfortably. But why do we have to wait until second halves to 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 do that? I think you'll probably pick the same team as Milan. Uh, I can imagine now because of the comments, Charleston is going to be frozen out and he'll just be on the bench. I can imagine he won't start again. Can't imagine Conte's happy with uh, players back talking him in, 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 to the media like that. Whether we, <laughs> he should be on the bench at least, I can't imagine he'll drop him completely. Um, but yeah, all depends how we set up and and Forest are not. A crap team. They're not a terrible team. Yeah, they're near the bottom compared to near the top. But give them chances. That Brennan Johnson is is firing at the moment. Give them chances. They will score goals. And they have no fear, like I said. And uh, Ben in the chat. How you doing, buddy? It is rather crap, uh, like you say. But hopefully tomorrow we can uh, make it a little bit better. <laughs> not sure, though. Not confident anymore. Uh, but yeah, give them chances, Forest, and give them encouragement to go and attack us. They will attack us. And yeah, just go and kill teams off like you were last season, like you did with Norwich in that final game of the season. Go and let your front three do what the front three were doing. They're very subdued at the moment. They're very subdued. I did see a, 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 a video from Tommy, uh, a, a Hotspur Hood. Make sure you check them out. He's doing a lot of shorts at the moment. Shorts is in like 10 minutes or so thinking that Emerson is killing Kulisevsky. So, uh, yeah, 
Justin, who was on here a little while ago, saying that he thinks Emerson is playing in the middle a little bit more because people won't track him and Kulu's out on the on the the wide. So Kulu doesn't really have a free roll. Emerson does. Uh, and it's quite an interesting uh, take, and that definitely happened. I think that definitely happened against Chelsea. Emerson coming in, but yeah. Kulu is far better when he's got the free roll because he can pass the ball, he can shoot and, and, and everything like that. So maybe it is to a detriment. It has worked in the sense, uh, certainly against West Ham, uh, Emerson played well and got his goal. Maybe it's been to the detriment of Kulisevsky. So I can't remember which manager it was. It might have been Bill Shankly or someone like that. Or, or you know, it might have been Alf Ramsey. But you win games by playing your best players in their best positions. Kulu Sun Kane last season, absolutely firing. Just get back to that. Just do that again. Just do that. Don't ponce around with, you know, keep yourself stable and and and, and solid, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure against Forrest we need two uh, holding midfielders. Uh, either Skip or Hoiberg and then put Alfie Devine on, see what Alfie Devine can do because got nothing else to play for you might as well see what the guy has uh, and see what he can do in a game at home against a, a, a lower league team and if it's not working then you can always take him off but I don't think he will Conte will just play the same tried and tested team that, that you know probably the same formation as well uh, Mark Cousins uh one nil to Forest get him gone and no top four hopefully uh yeah I, I don't, don't want us ever to lose a game even if it means the manager will go that I don't like. Uh, I think he's pretty much gone anyway. It's just when rather than if. When? Is it now? Or is it at the end of the season? It'll be one of the two. Um, but yeah, just... I can see it being 1-0 to Forest though. You know, certainly if we play in the in the way that we did against Milan. Give more a go. You know, at least the guy makes, you know, Sheffield United, at least he was trying to make things happen. He may not have the quality, but at least he's trying to make things happen. Uh, and that's another issue. We're not trying to make things happen. It's all very, very, you know, stable and defensive and and, and don't make a mistake. And maybe Conte is just a real taskmaster and they're worried to make a mistake. I certainly think that happened in the Jose era. They're, they're fighting to make a mistake. Uh, and I, I, I know that's a mentality issue, but players now are divas as well. I don't think, you know, gone are the players, apart from a few and far between, I think Kane could probably handle a bollocking. But a lot of the players, certainly like a Delhi, can't handle the bollocking that, you know, the John Terry's, the Lampards, the Drogba's could. So you can't be giving them, you know, zero tolerance and stuff like that. I don't think, anyway, uh, players are a lot more diva-ish now and get get whatever they want, get told whatever they want. So when someone says no, they don't know how to react. Uh, so I think it needs the the arm around the approach, which Poch, I think, did. Thomas Frank probably will do. Uh, but it's just a mess at the moment. It's just a mess. All we can hope for is that we're put out of our misery at some point. Conte goes and this negative football goes with it. We can get this top four. Then we get a manager in in the summer who Levy backs and he gets the players that he wants. And then we can make a real case for trying to win something next season. But <laughs> I mean, it's not too much to ask, is it? But, you know, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So I'd rather have Thomas Frank, see what he can do. And then that either works and we get a quality manager or it doesn't work. And then you bring Poch back under new owners, but it'll be Poch. It'll be Poch. 
But yeah, I've been twice this season, Mark says. And yes, we won, but it was terrible. No excitement whatsoever. I agree with that. The Chelsea game was all right, second half, but first half was absolutely dreadful. I watched the West Ham game on TV. That wasn't any better. Second half was okay, but yeah, just just get a win. Uh, Just get Conte out, bring the new manager in, whoever that may be. If it's Ryan Mason, it's Ryan Mason. Give the new manager bounce. Let's go and get this top four. Uh, but there has to be a change. There won't be a change. Has to be a change of doing what the manager wants to go and win a cup. And and this whole vesting players for Sheffield United game, you know, when you got a game three days later and we ended up losing both. You, it's a chance to win a cup. It's a chance to win a cup. And and for those who, who said that, oh, Conte isn't picking the team, it's Levy. You know, he's going at the end of the season. What does he give a shit for? Just pick the team that you, you, you want. Don't listen to Levy if that's the case. I think it was probably Conte picking it and and just it's negative. It's negative. And, and let's just hope that can change. But it won't, will it? Potch will come in. It'll end up in tears again because Levy will just do what he wants and throw him under the bus. And then does Potch come back for a third term at some point? It's just a bit of a mess at the moment. Let's just beat Forrest first and take it from there. But thanks to everybody for watching. Uh, Thanks for all the comments and the questions and 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 your suggestions on managers and 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 what have you. Uh, yeah. Uh, please hit the like and the subscribe and notification bell buttons if you haven't. Uh, you know we go we go live twelve thirty p.m. Fridays UK time, seven thirty p.m. UK time on Mondays. Uh, but if you hit that notification bell, you don't have to remember that. You'll get a note. You'll get notified every time we're about to go live. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Really, really helps the channel, as does the likes. And you can see there on my little banner, uh, Chris's Magic. That's another YouTube channel I've got. Uh, so one magic trick per week. I might start doing some tutorials as well. So if you like your magic uh, at a kind of amateur level, uh, only a few minutes each video, head over there, the like, subscribe. Uh, and notification bell, load of videos on there already, about 30 tricks so far uh, for you to catch up on. And yeah, really, really appreciate the support. Uh, as I'm sure Spurs fans, uh, players do from the Spurs fans, but they're not doing their bit and Conte's not doing his. So let's hope that changes against Forest and we can get a win. And then Southampton to end the, uh, get to the international break in a better position than we are and a better feeling than we are. But until then, be back on Monday, 7.30 p.m. UK time. Have guests on that one as well. So until then, as always, even though it's difficult to say at the moment and muster up any enthusiasm, come on, you Spurs. Thanks so much for watching, for everybody who joined in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Also, please hit that notification bell. That will give you a notification every time we're about to go live, and it's all completely free. For those who missed the live show, you can catch this whenever you want on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel. Please also hit the like, subscribe, and notification bell. And everybody, please leave feedback, comments, suggestions in the comments section those of you who listen to the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that audio podcast, you can pick that up wherever you get your podcast from. We're back Mondays, 7.30pm UK time and Fridays, 12.30pm UK time. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter at Tottenham, Instagram, Let's Talk Tottenham Podcast, you can find all the information there. Anyone who wants something a little bit different, also do a magic show. So I do one trick a week, which drops Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time. This is magic on YouTube is where you'll find that. But in the meantime, come on you Spurs. <laughs>